When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Welcome back to the Autism Helper Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about independent work systems. This is one of my favorite topics, you guys. I love, love, love a good independent work system. And I'm going to be sharing my must-haves for both new and veteran teachers. Your independent work system should evolve year after year because it should be based on the needs of your students, right? Independent, an independent work system is one of the first things I set up in a classroom when I'm doing a classroom consult. It was the first thing that I set up when I had an empty classroom and nothing with my kid, for my kids to do. I've told this story before. I started a new classroom when I was a first year teacher. I didn't have the closet of crap to like pull through and build stuff from. I just had an empty room. And the first thing that I really focused on building out that first fall was my independent work system. And this was such a great choice because once I got my kids working independently, that bought me time. That bought me time for all the other things I needed to do. Like some of them, those things I didn't know I had to do yet, like train my staff or write behavior plans. That wasn't quite on my radar yet on year one. I was just treading water, trying to get through. But it gave me time to start to get to know my students, their needs, make other academic tasks, do some type of, you know, real basic assessments for our IEPs, work on IEP goals, all those other things. I was able to do that because my kids were working independently. 
Now, I think independent work is the most essential part of your classroom because it gives you the flexibility to work in small groups, to work one-on-one, and then you as the teacher to do all the other things that are required in your job. Like I said, training your staff, working on IP goals, assessments, all the other things. I really hate the phrase busy work. I actually think I did a whole podcast episode called Why I Hate the Phrase Busy Work. When people refer to an independent work task or an independent work system as busy work, I hate it because it gives us this negative connotation. Busy work implies unimportant. It implies a waste of time. I do not think working independently is a waste of time. I actually think the skill of working independently is an essential life skill that we need to give our learners. We want our learners to be able to work by themselves. You and I work by themselves. Do any of your principals sit with you when you write an IEP and help you the whole time? No, that would be super weird, right? Probably really annoying. No, we work on our own, right? We also, as our learners get older and older, we need to build up their work endurance, meaning how long they can work independently by themselves. So again, busy work, like, oh, I'm going to give them this busy task. It's going to take 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Oh, I'm so mean. No, I want to create tasks that are long because I want to increase the work endurance that my students have. I don't want them to be able to work independently for five minutes. I want them to be able to work independently for 15, 20, 25 minutes because that is the type of independence that gets you a job and helps you keep your job. If you get a job at a restaurant, let's say Chili's, that was actually one of my first jobs. I was working as a hostess at a Chili's. Let's say you got a job at, at, at you have a job at Chili's, and your job is a busboy. And at the end of the day, one of your tasks is to roll silverware. So you've got to get a fork, a spoon, a knife, and roll it in the napkin. Right? Your boss is not going to ask you to roll ten sets of silverware. He's going to ask you to roll two hundred sets of silverware. You're going to have to sit and work independently for a prolonged period of time. So that's the kind of skill I want my learners to leave with. I want them to have increased work endurance so they can have a job and work independently for a sustained time period. This is an essential life skill. All right, sales pitch over on why independent work is so important. So let's get to the details. What are some must-haves in an independent work system in a classroom? My first must-have is it has to be differentiated. So you need a way for students to work on skills and tasks at their level. If you magically have all students roughly at the same level, first off, I'm so jealous. That's awesome. Then fine. You can have tasks that all the kids use. But if you teach a really diverse group of learners with skill sets at all different levels, you're going to want that system to differentiate and individualize. So students that are working on more academic concepts can have academic independent work. Students that are working on foundational skills can have more foundational skills. So you need a system that's differentiated. You also need a system that is easy to set up every day. So if students are doing different tasks every day, what is the setup? How are we picking those tasks? Is it easy for you or your paraprofessionals to assign tasks? Now, that's actually one of the reasons that the kind of traditional teach three-bin work task is hard for me because it's hard to set up every day. And 
Usually you don't set it up every day, right? You give the same three activities for a few days in a row, or sometimes those few days in a row snowball to like weeks in a row. And your kids get bored, right? You've given them the same three work tasks day in, day out, day in, day out. They're bored. So my first year teaching, I set up three bin work tasks for every student. So if you're not familiar with that, it's kind of the traditional structured teaching teach method. There's a bin with three drawers. There's one task in each drawer. And I set one up for every student in my classroom, which first of all, that took up a lot of space. But second of all, the struggle was switching out those tasks because I was already already listening to my rule number one of it being differentiated. So I knew that some tasks were going to be too easy or too hard for certain students, but switching out was such a process. I had shelves of easy tasks that I had made, but getting them to be switched out with the tasks in the drawers was a whole thing. I couldn't figure out how to assign it to a paraprofessional to do because I didn't really have a system for leveling or labeling my tasks. So I had this Home Depot shopping basket and I have no idea where I got it from. I probably, maybe I stole it from Home Depot. I don't know. It was actually one of the most useful things in my classroom at that point. I had this Home Depot shopping basket and I would go to all the drawers and I would fill in the Home Depot shopping basket with all the tasks and I would go to the closet unpack those ones, repack the shopping basket, and then go back and put new tasks. But I have to tell you that whole process took like half an hour, 20 minutes. I didn't want to do that every single day. That was not a system that was going to be sustainable for me long term. And I didn't use that system very long of having each kid have their own three bin drawers. I very quickly, I think even within my first year, moved to the numbered box system, which I've done a lot of blog posts and videos on. It is, oh my gosh, for one million reasons, one million times better. But that was one of the biggest reasons was that I no longer had, it no longer had to be me to redo the task, to to switch out the tasks. It was a differentiated system that we could schedule which tasks students were doing each day. So Monday, Sharon's going to do task number 12, task six, and task eight, and Johnny's going to do task seven, task two, and task five. And I could make that list and show paraprofessionals, okay, these tasks are the easy ones. These are the middle ones. These are the hard ones. So it was easy to set up each day. That was sustainable. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The other thing, this is a common, this is a common misstep with independent work systems. And if you're guilty of this, don't feel bad. Just change your ways. One of my personal pet peeves is having students undo the task they just did or watching an adult do it. Like it literally, you guys, it just like kills my soul a little bit and like makes my skin crawl. Like watching, and I've watched this so many times, watching a student sort coins. This is this is an example of this, right? A student is supposed to sort, sort coins. So put all the pennies, nickels, quarters, dimes, sort the coins, right? They spend five, 10 minutes sorting all the coins. And when they're done, the paraprofessional or the teacher is like, oh, really good job. And then they take those little cups or whatever they were sorting in and dump it all back right in front of them and put it away. And it's like, 
oh my God, what? Like, what must be going on in that kid's head? Like, I just did that all and you just dumped it out? Oh my God. Or even worse, having the student dump it out. Like, it's just teaching them that their work is not purposeful. So I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. So you need an independent work system that students are not seeing the adult undo their task, right? And I know that gets tricky because you're like, well, my aides only work bell to bell when the students leave. How can I find time to do this? Try to find time at other parts of the day, at a prep, when students are in another center. And really, which we'll talk about in a minute, when you're setting up an independent work system, you need a lot of tasks. Because for me, the goal is, and when this becomes like amazing and streamlined, is when students are not doubling up with the same task each day. So if you have a task, like a numbered box system, and you have task number one, that's matching pictures of fruit to the names of fruit. And on Monday, only Johnny is doing task number one, no one else. Tomorrow on Tuesday, Sarah is doing task number one, but not till Tuesday. So that buys you some time to undo that task. So you don't feel pressured to undo it right after Johnny did it, right in front of him. You have some time to undo it later, maybe the morning of the next day or the afternoon of that day. So we don't want kids undoing tasks they just did or seeing the adult do that. And I already touched on this one, but my other must have is I don't want the independent tasks assigned to a student to be the same every single day. That is boring. It is. If someone asked you to do the same thing every single day, it would be boring, right? So that was my problem with the three bin work tasks is I tried to rotate it out really regularly, but it just didn't always happen as much as I wanted because of how long it took. Now with the numbered box system, and I'll link a video and a blog post explaining what that looks like if you're new to that. Um, my TPT product that was, I think, one of the first TPT products I made that's based on that system, the title of the product is the most space-efficient, organized work task system ever. Yeah. Man, I was ballsy when I titled that product, wasn't I? I mean, it is. It is the most space-efficient, organized system ever, period. End of story. It just is. So I'm gonna, I'll am gonna link that all up for you in the show notes. But what I like about that system, too, is that you can ensure that students are doing different things every day. So you're going to maybe assign these three tasks on Monday, and then on Tuesday, we're assigning three different tasks. So those are my must-haves. We want it to be differentiated. We want it easy to set up every day. We want kids not doing undoing their tasks or seeing adults undo their tasks they just did, and we want it to change. So not be the exact same every single day. All right, if you're just getting started, you're like, that sounds amazing, but how the heck do I get this started? Or even if you're a veteran teacher and you're like, man, my system needs a refresh. How can I get this going? I recommend first step, make a ton of tasks, like more than you think. Make a ton. Make tasks that are time consuming. After you make a bunch of tasks, this is what I want you to do. I want you to find bins that the tasks fit in. The bins don't have to match. They don't even all have to have a lid. They don't need to be pretty. They don't need to be perfect. Put them all in bins. And then I want you to fill a shelf with those bins. And again, they. I like to do this, like I like to just see how many bins I can fit in. So I've got like short skinny bins over here, big ones in the bottom. Because I am already. I already have tasks in there. So my bigger tasks are going to be in bigger bins, smaller tasks in smaller bins. I kind of like the combo of big and small bins because I like to throw in little tasks or big, you know, assembly ones or just small filing ones. I think you can get more in that way. But if you want all the same bins, that's cool too. So make the tasks, put the tasks in bins, put bins on shelf, get as many as you can. Then go through and label all of those bins. You can label them with numbers, letters. 
I set up one of my most favorite and adorable work task systems ever. Yes, work task systems can be adorable. By We set them all up with fruits or vegetables as the label because her students were not yet matching letters and numbers. So everything was labeled with fruits and vegetables. There was like an apple, a strawberry, a carrot, a lettuce. It was so cute. So students would have on their schedule like strawberry, carrot, banana. And they would take the picture of the strawberry, match it on the bin to the strawberry, do the strawberry task. The task had nothing to do with strawberry. That was just the label. Then they got the banana matched to the banana. So you want to have that whole kind of shelf with all the different tasks. And then that little schedule they get is their system for transitioning between tasks. Because part of working independently is transitioning between activities and cleaning up and setting up activities, which is why I love independent work systems that involve multiple tasks. So you have to kind of bounce from one thing to the next. And part of the skill is the transition. So if you have paraprofessionals that are running in and doing the whole transition for them, tell them to like, take a break for a minute, slow down, give that time delay, fade your prompts, see if the students can start to do that on their own because that's part of the skill is transitioning. And I want you to really, once you set up a system, start to learn what's working and what doesn't. Now, you may have some students that transitioning and getting up and switching out tasks is just it's, there's too much movement, there's too much going on, there's too much distraction. Cool, maybe you want to pull those tasks all out for them. Maybe three tasks is too many. Maybe three tasks is too few. You want to learn from the students to see what's working and what isn't. And last and most importantly, not least, with the how-to of this is you've got to teach it. Just because you set it all up and make it all look nice, you then have to teach how to utilize that system. That isn't going to be one and done. That's not necessarily one day. That may be several days, several weeks, teaching and fading. So you don't get really the payoff of, oh my gosh, my students are working independently or with limited help so I can go do other things. You're not going to get that payoff right away, but you are going to get that. And if you teach early childhood or students with foundational level skills and you're like, oh my God, will I ever get there? You're going to get close to there. I even recommend this system in my preschool rooms because your, your goal here is not full independence. Your goal is more independence. So you're going to work on scaling back and pulling back as much as possible. But start that young. Start that right away. So I hope this has made you excited about independent work systems because as I said, this is to me such an essential life skill at every level from preschool through high school and you can differentiate and individualize your system for no matter the skill set you work on from foundational skills to academics to life skills to all of the above, you can really make this work for your learners and it's going to be important in so many ways. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. When you 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.